welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. One, well, once a week, anytime. Once a week, you let me into this beautiful studio. Well, and we just talk and talk and just it's let a, the just conversation. It's a regular gab fest. It's uh, Gabarama 2015. But I asked you how your week was, Tim. Tom? Yeah. You know I love the autumn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been walking around like a pig in uh, pig feces. Is it a pig rolls around pig on its own? Come on, man. <laughs> what? That's what the saying is. I know, but it's just kind of, we're a family podcast. We're not a family podcast. Well, we're made by family. We're made by a family, yeah. Yeah. Family of artisans. Family owned. Yeah. Family owned and operated. Neither of our families, but... Look, I don't want to get into it. Who's actually pulling the strings here? A yeah, couple of brothers. A couple of very wealthy brothers with uh, with their hands in a lot of different things. Yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So, uh, Tom, mm-hmm. uh, I had my first uh, mishap <laughs> of of the fall season. Would you slip on a uh, on a leaf? <laughs> no, I wish. This was far more humiliating. Did they ever slip on a leaf? Those those things are slippery. They are. I, you, Tom, you've seen me slip on a number of things. Yeah. You've seen me slip <laughs> on the ice. Yeah. You've seen me slip on just like a slick street. <laughs> you just fall. Yeah, just fall from a standing position sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I got uh, scared by a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tim, they're, they're called scarecrows, not scare Tims. Yeah, I'm as dumb as a dumb bird, apparently. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think bo- a crow is like... One of the smartest of the birds, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's like, all right, if I'm getting scared by the same thing a crow's getting scared pretty by. Pretty smart bird's <laughs> getting scared by. Yeah, it's not like if they were like, oh, you, uh, uh, so, uh, a sparrow got, uh, got spooked Tim, by this thing. you don't thing, know maybe. if sparrows are smart or not. I just think they're, they're probably a little jumpy. I'd say maybe canaries, because they keep, uh, falling for that old coal mine gag. Yeah, do you think a canary knows what's going on do you think he's just like no, it's like let me see where the end of this coal mine is <laughs> oh, i feel sleepy <laughs> i mean i guess that's a smart way to do it yeah couldn't you send in a less cute animal well they don't death? send them in really they just keep them there in a cage uh and if he starts wheezing yeah if he starts <laughs> Then they know uh, there's a problem, and it gives <coughs> them incentive too to get out quicker. It's like we gotta save this adorable canary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, the guys, you know, they wouldn't care. Yeah, no, they 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 deal with the hardships stoically. Yeah. They're like, I know it's full of dangerous, noxious gases in here that will kill us. Yeah, but, but there's also diamonds down here. No, I mean, no, it's just coal mostly. Well, if the coal gets compressed enough. Yeah, I mean, theoretical diamonds. They could be like, yeah, this stuff, if uh, compounded. Oh, come on. uh, You're telling me that that coal miners aren't in there because, you know, that off chance that they might find a diamond? Do you think that's, like, the biggest secret in coal mining? Like, all these guys are filling their pockets with diamonds. (laughs) Yeah. And then they come out, and people are like, how is it down there? They're like, ugh, just, uh, you know, coal, as far as the eye can see. I brought you all this coal. The canary died down there. Yeah. And it looks like this canary was uh was squished by a hand. 
A diamond-filled hand. <laughs> a diamond-filled head. How 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 did that happen? And then they walk away, and you hear just like shink shink shink. Diamond sounds. Yeah, you know, you know the sounds <laughs> of uh, a bunch of diamonds <laughs> rubbing together, Tom. Yeah, that sound. Yeah, I was walking down the street uh, last night, mm-hmm. and it was like uh, midnight. Okay, so you weren't out in a field. No, no, but I was in like kind of like. A <laughs> rural part of Brooklyn? No, just like not the best part of town. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, I had my headphones in. I was listening to my uh, Spooky Sounds uh, <laughs> album. Well, uh, you were asking for it, too. Yeah, you know. Uh, no, I was listening to something a little spooky, I feel like. <laughs> uh, just something ominous, yeah, I think. Yeah, something with synths in it, maybe. Yeah. Or, uh, no, I was listening to uh, uh, Dance Macabre. <laughs> okay. Something with a lot of marimba, but then I was thinking marimba or human bones. Yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I was looking down at my phone, and also like I was carrying a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, eh, you know, like <laughs> carrying a lot of pumpkins. Yeah, I was carrying pumpkins, gourds, uh, decorative gourds. Yeah, the bushels of apples. Mm-hmm. Um, pumpkin uh, pies. A lot of corn. Yeah, sweet potato pie, Tom. Mm. Well, you know, all all the like, yeah. uh, a, a, a literal cornucopia, <laughs> uh, and then uh, so I was, I was looking, and I was like, you know, it was it was it was late, it was a little cold, uh, it was a little too quiet, mm-hmm. and I look up and I see a figure, and I literally like, because it was like inches in front of me, mm-hmm. and it was just like I thought there was a person on the street that I didn't see it, until like they were like right on top an of inch you. away from yeah. me and like that was just startling and i literally like jumped back and almost <laughs> fell back and it's also brooklyn so like there are apartments all around me. yeah 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 like I yeah mean, there's no like desolate areas well there yeah. are but yeah not i wasn't in like i was across the street from a bunch of warehouses <laughs> yeah okay uh but like yeah so it wasn't like and i wanted to laugh mm-hmm but I was so embarrassed, <laughs> and I was like, I know, like I told you about the time, uh, d- my group was a uh, was a victim of a prank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did I talk about it on the show? I think you did recently. Yeah, we were in Austin, and some people got uh got us with the uh the old five dollar bill on a fishing line mm. gag <laughs> from a balcony. From a balcony in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know why these guys were. What they were up to, really, but uh, also like, who sets up a, a a dang scarecrow? So now you're mad at them. You're blaming them because I, they probably didn't think they're not the victim, Tom. It's not like, oh, you're blaming the victim. No, I'm saying you're blaming them for what happened to you. Yeah, you put something out there to scare birds. Uh, when's the last crow you ever saw? We've solved scaring crows away from Brooklyn. Yeah, they, I've never they, seen a crow in New York City. They didn't put even it once. up to scare anybody, Tim. It's just a uh, you know, it's a it's a uh, the Halloween type thing. Then a why fall do it? Type thing. Then why do it? Do I go and get pumpkins and not make pumpkin pies out of them? No, but you might cut them up, make a jack o' lantern. Yeah, to scare people, None. to terrify <laughs> people. I don't know. I, I I I felt really. Well, did you call the police? Yeah, of course. Okay. And I, I, I waited, and they showed up with like SWAT teams and a tank. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> you called them up and said, "The scarecrows come to life." <laughs> yeah, the nine one one operator. And they were like, "All right, boys, very, very serious." Train for this moment. 
This is this is uh, the culmination of years of training. <laughs> it's finally happening. A Code Orange girl has finally. come to life. Oh, brother Tom, did I ever tell you uh, what my new uh, plan is for this Halloween? No. Full size candy bars. You're gonna eat them. I'm gonna give them out. Do Do you get trick or treaters? We should. We're probably gonna do Halloween next week. Right? Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Never mind. Right, uh, well, then it it save the grand unveiling. It's a good. It's a good teaser for next week. <laughs> yeah. that the episode's actually coming out and is an important week in future history. Future history. Because, Tim, finally, your memes are coming true because on Wednesday, October 21st, 2015, is the actual day that Marty McFly, Doc Brown, and Jennifer... uh, Lawrence. No... I mean, later it's McFly, but what's her what's her maiden name? Coolidge. No. Jennifer. Your memes go. Anyway, it's a day true. that they go they go into the future from 1985. Now, Tom, mm-hmm. I think you're the victim of a viral <laughs> no, Facebook <laughs> uh, meme hoax. No, but finally. Like, you know, I've spent the last few years getting so mad. It's kind of died down. But for a while, it was all you saw on Facebook. People posting like, oh, did you know today's the day? And it's like, no, A, it's not the day. But also, like, do you think a big company like Universal is just going to let that go by? I mean, they kind of have. No way. What, what They're pulling out all the stops, what Tim. What they pulled out? Like, maybe where we run in different circles. Like, Yeah, you don't run with the ba- with the BTTF crowd like I, I really do. don't. Uh, ask me how many times I've seen Back to the Future 2, where they go to the future. How many times have you seen Back to the Future 2, where they go to the future? One time. One time? One time Let's stop life. recording and go watch it. No, I mean, it's fine. It's no, a- let's stop recording. It wasn't a question. You know what bums me out about that movie? What? The 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 future or the 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 scene where his mom mm-hmm. has the breast implants and she's like Biff's no wife that or that's alternate nineteen eighty five yeah 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 that just it's supposed to bum you out yeah bummed me out too much it was like ah this is not she's not a happy woman yeah so Marty had to go back and fix it oh did he fix it yeah oh. Tim watched the movie I thought it ended on a dark note no like, no uh, no. It ends on a somewhat dark note because you find out that Doc got sent back to 1885. Yeah. And he's s- seemingly stuck there. Yeah, but then he just starts a family there. Well, and he's kind of happy there, but then Marty finds out that uh, he, you know Doc doesn't know he's going to get shot uh, right after he sent that letter. Yeah, if you saw Back to the Future 3 more than one time, that's a foolish move, right? No. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Um, memes back memes. to memes yeah like facebook i feel like it takes a special i mean this is this is not a very difficult thing to photoshop mm-hmm. like uh digital readout of a couple numbers yeah but like when they went back to 1955 yeah what date november 5th 1955 november 5th 
1955. Like, they had celebrations in 1955. Like, this no, was the date that, that uh, Marty McFly and Doc Brown came back to in 1955. No. So this that's is... Not uh, the way, that's not the way things work. So, and uh, th- I think the president, uh, I think uh, Eisenhower <laughs> uh, read a thing, commemorated, and, like, they pretended like it was real, but, like, everybody knew it was just a movie. It was a very fun Fun kind of uh, does everybody it, was in on it. Does it weird you out knowing that uh, uh, 19, 1955 is as far away uh, as it was in 1985 as 1985 is from where we are right now? Um, no, not really, but I think I'm numb to that stuff at this point. Yeah. You always talk crap about people that are like, oh, this will make you feel old. That this It doesn't this. make me it's feel like, old. It just it does feel weird just because I feel like if you look at a movie or something in 1985, it's like, eh, things weren't that different. But you know what? Y- but the 50s just always felt like a way different thing. The, the 50s did feel like a, a way different thing, but that's... A, because of Happy Days and friggin' like uh, Back to the Future, right? Yeah. Because, um, like, you watch a movie about the 80s now, and you're just like, Yeah, and eh, they, they like, yeah, yeah. amp it up, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. no, it wasn't really like that. Um, I mean, not like we would, <laughs> like, it wasn't, people, I, when I was four years old, I don't remember people <laughs> doing that much cocaine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, when, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just feel like uh, the 80s, mm-hmm. 85, does seem like a really goddamn long time it ago was. to It was. It was 30 like, years ago. And if you, like, think about, like, uh, just think about your, like, entertainment setup or, like, the typical person's entertainment setup, right? Like, mm-hmm. some people had computers, but not yeah, many. Yeah, not very many. And they were all those, uh, it was either a Commodore 64 uh-huh. Or just one of those like uh, black screen with green type, or a Mac. Nobody had Macs. Some people had Macs, Tim. Yeah, but like the weird guy in town <laughs> had a Mac. Well, they were expensive too. The the you know the yeah, weird like, rich guy. Yeah, it's like I didn't start a family so I could buy this computer. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was looking at this uh, this article the other day, where it was like a. Uh, uh, is it was an old New York Times article, and it was from like around 1985, and it was about how like laptops, and they weren't called laptops; it was just like portable computers. Like, oh, I guess they were a flash in the pan because it was like, oh, on uh, international flights, you used to see tons of people with uh, portable computers, and uh, now they've gone out of fashion, you know. And uh, that's kind of weird because the typical price for a portable computer is $16,000, and that's in, like, $1985. Yeah, so that's $4.8 million. Yeah, it was just so much money. And then you think, like, what computers were like back then. It's like, what the hell could you have even done on that? Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, think about your television situation. We had these tube yeah big tube TVs. It was before, like, most people had cable even. Yeah, but... Uh, some people had two TVs, which Marty's family from 1955 couldn't even believe. They thought he was joking when he said that. Yeah, I mean, well, those people were idiots, right? We were supposed to believe that these <laughs> they weren't were idiots, Tim. They were just from 30 years it's in the slow. past. And when he says, you know, we've got two of them, the one kid, his uncle, is like, uh, like, oh, you got two TVs, and the dad, his granddad, has to be like, 
Nah, he's, he's yanking your chain. Nobody's got two TVs. Was that the weirdest thing that they could come up with? Like, what are the differences between 1985 and 1955? Tim, there were a bunch of things like that, but that was just one of them. And it was just to give the general impression uh, to the family that, uh, you know, this kid, this kid who was their grandkid was weird. He was off after he got hit by the car because his dad was uh, being a real creep. I think. Keeping Tom. Yeah. That, I mean, Crispin Glover in that movie. Yeah. Uh, unrepentant uh, creep, creep, right? Yeah. And I think that colored my uh, my you know what? impression and of Crispin Glover in life. <laughs> the the original nineteen eighty five in Back to the Future is pretty uh, pretty grim too. Yeah, I just don't understand why they have Biff around all the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, now Biff, uh, that is the second color wax, not just the first, right? What what in the in the original nineteen eighty five? Yeah. Right, Mr. McFly works for... <laughs> Tim, please. You, we don't need to stand on formalities here. George McFly. George McFly works for Biff? Um, Something like that. There's more than like six people in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like Even if you're a loser with a shitty job, yeah. you don't have to get that job from the man who bullied you in high school. Right, right, and, and uh, attempted to rape your, your future wife. Yeah. Uh well, that only happened because of Marty. Oh, so it's Marty's fault. Yeah, it kind of is. Uh, right, but then even after that, Man, then imagine he's how just... bad he would have felt. Be <laughs> <laughs> like, I came here yeah. uh, to, uh, you know, help my parents get together, and then what happens? You know, the whole, the, yeah, the worst thing you can the imagine. Worst, like that's the worst possible scenario. Yeah. I can't imagine a, a thing that like. Uh, I'd want to happen l- less. Yeah, it would be that would be a very dark movie. A very I don't think that movie would be anywhere near as beloved if that's how it ended. Yeah. Imagine um, it just ended that way. <laughs> but uh but then even after, you know, that they're like, "All right, well, you know, we'll we'll have Biff be the guy that uh washes our car." Yeah. Just get cut Biff loose. <laughs> I don't know, Tim. It's in it's, any timeline, in any one of the timelines, cut him loose. He's just a jerk. See, this is the Mc, this is the McFly problem. His whole family's jerks too. We we learn from the other movies. Yeah, they're a bunch it comes of comes from a long line of of assholes, starting yeah. with Mad Dog Tannen. Yeah, and the thing with that is, like, guys, all the way to Griff. It's a it's a we're did uh Marty McFly have family back in the Wild West? Yeah. It's oh, yeah, also yeah, yeah, yeah. played it's, by yeah, uh, yeah. Michael J. Fox in a cowboy mm-hmm. hat this time. A cowboy hat with an Irish accent. It's a regular uh, Hatfield and McCoy's situation, right? Um, I guess kind of. Yeah, that like the two families just always lived in Hill Valley. Yeah, it's just like what? Just stop. Just go like run in different <laughs> social circles, guys. <laughs> it's a small town, Tim. I know, but it, all right, maybe not in 1865 or wherever. Well, 1885. 1885. Yeah, yeah. that would be weird. They made like a <laughs> civil war movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but like 1985, Hill Valley's big enough that it's like I don't. You don't Tim, have to it's it's California. With. Like you know, they, they're still uh, blazing the trail. They're they have still, that big uh, mall. They have the Twin Pines Mall. No, they don't have that yet. Not in. In no 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 1985. Oh okay. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in 1985, Tim, they were. It was still the Wild West in California. 
Oh, you're saying, yeah, but, you know. uh, Just look, cut Biff out of your life is all I'm saying. All right, here's another missed opportunity. Okay. uh, For both movies, but primarily the second one. When do they go back to in the second one? When do they go back to? When do they go forward to? Sorry. Uh, To now, to next week, 2015. Yeah, yeah, what's the date? Uh, October 21st. October 21st. How is there no Halloween element to this? Because uh, they want to make it a Halloween movie. Why not make it a spooky Halloween <laughs> no, movie? No, because though? there's not a genre for futuristic <laughs> spooky <laughs> Halloween <laughs> movies. And you get there and uh, like uh, it's spooky uh, marimba music. <laughs> Uh, Space marimba music. Yeah, I mean they've there's you know Jaws nineteen. <laughs> you know. Jaws nineteen is out. That's you know those are horror movies. So I guess that's I mean, kind of why. Really a horror movie, Tom. <laughs> uh, but no, there's. And what was what was the Jaws movie? It's a, it's a summer blockbuster, guys. What are you putting that out? In it October? could still be out in the theaters at that point. Maybe it was just such a big movie that uh you know they just kept running it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, can we get to, uh, the elephant in the room here? What's that? Hoverboards. <laughs> Nothing makes me angrier. You've talked about it multiple times. Than people caring about hoverboards. Uh-huh. But nothing makes me even more angrier. Mm-hmm. More angriest. More angriest. Uh, than people being like, yeah, it's 2015. We're supposed to have hoverboards by now. We're supposed to have Damn, flying cars. People are saying that as a joke. I don't think anybody's people, like... People are acting as like if... Petitioning like petitioning Congress about it. I don't know, man. I bet if you go on change.org, that's another... That's my <laughs> number one pet peeve. When a news story is like, uh, uh, th- should the official uh, like uh, United States meal be cheesesteak with macaroni and cheese on it more after the break and then they'll be like oh now uh there's a petition on change.org yeah uh, they like they act like any jackass starting a petition on change.org is is a news story it's like now uh you know this person thinks uh you know bestiality it- should be legal <laughs> is bestiality gonna be legal in the united states no it's not some some deviant just wrote a wrote a goddamn petition on a public petition site. Um, I have two things to say about that. One, I looked on change.org uh, about Back to the Future the other day, and it was really funny because there were multiple, but there was one with like a decent number of signatures um, petitioning Pepsi to come out with the Pepsi bottles from 2015. Which, like, yeah, uh, uh, you know, of course they're going to do that. You didn't know that two weeks ago, Tom. They did a good job keeping it a secret. Because you, Tom. Yeah. In a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't look. An off the record conversation. I know that most of it, but like, this is extenuating circumstances uh-huh. because it's just so relevant. Uh, you were just like, I'm really surprised that Pepsi's not doing it. Pepsi really dropped the ball. And yeah. like, you always like to say this. You always like to uh, talk like you're smarter than everybody, Tom. Like, uh, but like, uh, like these these fucking idiots at <laughs> Pepsi. This pe- this Pepsi is run by morons. What the hell? It's uh, and it's like you know, of course they do. You you do this. The, all I'll the time. be surprised that they took so long to 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 yeah, come out. Yeah, it's a surprise, it. man. Yeah, but anyway. The also, they should not make these limited edition and then only sell them for twenty bucks. 
and then uh, have the secondary market go nuts on it. They're yeah. not getting a piece of that. Mass produce some yeah, Pepsi. Make, uh, make as many as people want. $20. You're selling a can of Pepsi uh, or a bottle of Pepsi for $20. Make as many as, as yeah. idiots like me will buy. Yeah, you'd buy a 12-pack. And what are they making? 5,000 of them? Something 10? like that. They had some of them at Comic-Con, but you had to be dressed as Mario McFly. But then I saw a booth selling a one for $200 right after that. Yeah, this Pepsi's running by uh, friggin' morons. No, I think they Hey, is. bunch of malukes over there. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this uh, this uh, change.org petition for the Pepsi bottle had like an update <laughs> that just said... Uh, they decided to do it anyway. No, that's when you gotta <laughs> you gotta claim, claim victory, victory yeah. man. Thanks to the overwhelming media coverage of this, I'm sure. Like, and uh, Pepsi changing their bottle. <laughs> um, the the other thing that I think is kind of uh, similar about change.org petitions. I feel like petitions. you have so many Back to the Future thoughts yeah, in I your know. head at any given time <laughs> that like that, like your brain must be like, this is the time. This, this is, is it. The time. We've been and, waiting. Like, all the different Back to the Future <laughs> theories and anecdotes <laughs> are just kind of, yeah. um, No, the other thing, and then we'll get back to Back to the Future. Um, we'll get back to the future. <laughs> is uh along the change.org as news lines uh when people when you see things that's like can you believe in you know this tiny town in in kentucky it's against the law to feed a goat coffee i hate like enough with all right yeah there's some weird old laws that nobody bothered to go back and change you know what i also love <laughs> it's the goddamn news we just uh, never mind. We we just extended the longest war in U.S. history for another couple of years, just like out of the blue. Mm-hmm. So no coverage on this. You wouldn't believe the amount of goddamn back to the view. This is what we should be doing. The pot start over. No, no, Tim. We're no. If you if if people want us to talk about wars, start a change.org petition. Hey, Tom. Yes. I want to get serious for a second. Sure. I have a a legitimate podcast recommendation, a podcast that I like a lot, and I think people should listen to it. Okay. You want to know what it's called? It's called The Sporkful, Tom. So the combination of a spoon and fork. Yeah. It's a, it's a food podcast hosted by this guy, Dan Pashman. It's mm-hmm. very funny. Um, Tom, it's not... About chefs or restaurants or recipes, it's uh, it's it's not for foodies, it's for eaters. <laughs> you know how I got into this this podcast, Tom? How? Uh, they had an interview with one man, mm-hmm. and this man invented both the stuffed crust pizza mm-hmm. for Pizza Hut and the McGriddles sandwich. The same mad genius, this yeah, like crazy I mean, uh, food savant. scientist, yeah. And uh, and there was like a long form interview with this guy about <laughs> all this crazy bonkers, uh, th- like food science stuff. Yeah, and there's a lot of food science on the show. And then you want to know what the second episode I got into was? What's that? Interview, long form interview with Weird Al. 
Uh, Weird Al Yankovic, yeah. Weird Al Yankovic, uh, specifically about his food songs. Tom, she's got a bunch. Yeah. So, uh, Tom. Yeah. I know you hate podcasts. Can't stand them. I think you'll like this podcast. It's not one of the you, you think food podcasts, and you're like, mm-hmm. nah, it's gonna be like, nah, braise the beef for, <laughs> you know. Right. It's well, all Tim, that's that's uh, very uh, disparaging uh, to the podcast. Braise the beef. Yeah, <laughs> put put the put the chicken tenders in a marinade. Uh, be sure to cover it up in the refrigerator for twelve to fourteen hours. Well, I think I think hoity-toity food podcasts get a little more involved than that. Yeah. Well, guess what? You're not going to hear any of that. It's yeah. all weird out. Oh, Ron Funches, you know that guy, the comedian? Yeah, yeah. There's a really good uh, long form about like uh, like an interview with him. I keep saying long form, but that's because like normally when you hear interviews with people, uh-huh. like interesting people, yeah, they're like they're like two minutes long. Yeah. This is look, go check it out. Uh, you know, you know, you guys know how to get podcasts, right? Same iTunes. way they got this one. Yeah. So, uh, the Sporkful podcast. It's not for foodie. It's for eaters. Get it wherever you get your podcasts or in the WNYC app. Did I tell you that, Tom? It's a WNYC show. No, oh, I know it's that like now. It's a legit show. It's like produced and stuff. As produced as this show? I would say even maybe a little more so. Well, it seems uh, unlikely, but uh, sure, I'll give it a try. Go get it today. <laughs> Back to, back to the future. No, 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 no. Back to, back to, back to the future. Because we're talking about the second one. Is this an episode? Well, we're talking about all of them. I feel like we're we're really confining. We we should we're, we're really. Well, uh, we're mostly talking about two because that's that's the one. But you know what, Tim? These these movies don't exist in a vacuum. That's true. Two is the one that got me. I saw two in the theaters. Like, you know how people like, well, I guess it's people a little older than us are like, well, you know, I was like an infant, but I saw, you know, Return of the Jedi at a drive-in or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's me, but it was Back to the Future 2. I saw the Muppets take Manhattan in a, in a drive-thru. Screamed my head off the whole time. <laughs> that's a, that's a, you, that f- talking frog is huge. And you don't need, when you're, when you're three years you old, too. You don't need that big... You don't know. It's not a frog. That doesn't look like a frog. The Kermit? Yeah. You're talking about now? You didn't. How old were you? Uh, Muppets Take Manhattan was probably 84, 85. Oh, so you were so like. I was like two or three. Yeah. It was the first movie I was brought oh, to. Okay. And, it was and a drive in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, my parents were smart and also drive ins existed. Yeah. Like you have a kid, starts screaming his head off in the car. It's probably not going to bother you. Roll the windows up. Everything's yeah. fine. It's weird, like, because I went to the drive-in a few times when I was a little kid, too, and that makes us sound like we're, like, kids of the 50s. (laughs) No, that is exactly what I, yeah. yeah. But I think we, I think that drive-in, if if it was the same one, uh, was, like, one of the last drive-ins in the country. And, and like, to me, I'm sure, like, that was exciting on some level, Mm -hmm. especially when I was brought back when I was probably, like, five or six. I saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit uh, drive-in and Dick Tracy. Wow. Yeah. But I bet that place was like a garbage heap. <laughs> I bet that was like the armpit of that community that like yeah. everybody that lived there was like, we're starting a petition to get this. Uh, this. Yeah. Stupid. I bet our parents had to like drive around for like a half hour to find a place to park not next to like. Yeah. 
uh, teenage gangs. Or just uh, steamed up windows. Yeah. And you can't be a party to that. No. And you, could, you just had to turn your radios to uh, the radio station. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, pretty good sound. That I liked better than when you see in the old movies where they have the little uh, transistor <laughs> things <laughs> yeah. they need to bring in. Because, like, how good could the sound be from no, that? No, it can't be that good. Uh, I don't know. Is there something unsettling about sitting in a car that long? I feel like... Uh, <laughs> like uh, sitting in a car that's not moving for that long. Yeah, like yeah. the Zodiac Killer's going to come. <laughs> yeah. You sit in a car just doing something yeah. without driving it for that long. Yeah. The Zodiac Killer's yeah. going to show up at Everybody some point. Everybody thinks that, you know, he was just after uh, people Frenching in the cars. It was no. just people sitting in cars. Yeah. Easy picking. Um, I remember even as a kid thinking like... Like, wait a minute. I've got it. Why don't we put a tape in the tape deck and record the movie? Record the audio Dude, of the movie. Tommy. And I'll go listen to it afterwards. And I would have. Tom, they've uh, stopped making money on selling DVDs and probably Blu-rays at yeah, this yeah, point, yeah. right? I was thinking today... <laughs> I would pay money, uh, and this uh, this if 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 you get tired of podcasts, if you get tired of new free content, mm-hmm. I'd buy the audio of a movie <laughs> and just listen to it like on a long road trip. Well, I mean they have uh, like a comforting movie. Uh, well, I mean they have the uh, what do they call it? Like the descri- descriptive uh, for like you know hard of hearing people, where yeah. like they also describe the action. Oh wow! Yeah. Like, Netflix has a ton of shows where you can turn that on. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. How has this not been a, a website that somebody has cataloged, like, the most ridiculous? I don't like, think... Uh, I know they, uh, they like, really started it with, with Daredevil because... Uh, not hard of hearing, hard of sight. Because, you know, the main character is blind and people were like, hey... <laughs> uh, why, you know, you got this blind character and blind people can't watch your show. Uh, so they add it to that, but now they're adding it to a bunch of things. But you could just rip that, Tim, put it in your uh, your little iPod. Yeah. No, well, I would do that with like like a movie. Like you're saying, if you had a long train ride tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, you wouldn't listen to uh, Back to the Future. No, I totally would. Yeah, because yeah. and you don't even need anybody. Like if somebody was explaining to you, I could play the movie the in street, my mind. You'd be like, "All right, excuse me, sir." Well, maybe if he was like getting as excited as I would. <laughs> like yeah, oh, and now Marty, um, uh, uh, he's getting the guitar. <laughs> Who's your? F- what's your favorite scene in each of the three movies? Back to the Future One. Tom's favorite. You, we didn't, we neglected to say this. I think it's kind of obvious though. You oh, they're my a, favorite movie. A, a hoverboard, hoverboard. A, a prop replica hoverboard that cost me hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna go into. Uh, you know what? Let me go into some other stuff for a minute here. Okay. Okay. Because here's the thing that gets me. When I was growing up, and even after I was like a like when I was a teenager into like early twenties, nobody liked Back to the Future. Only me. <laughs> I don't think it was that's not, true. It was you know what? It annoyed me. When did the DVDs get reissued? I was in uh, high school. Is that the end mm, of high school? No. Yeah. Mm, no. I don't think so, because those DVDs took forever. Are you saying I'm a poser? I'm just I'm saying you're misinformed. 
No, are you saying that everybody that likes Back to the Future no, no, now no, no, is no. a poser? I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that I Nobody was. Likes it the same I way was I into like it. Back to the Future when it was hard. It was hard to be into Back to the Future. Those DVDs took a long time to come out. Um, there was no merchandise to speak of that you could go and buy. Okay. I used to go to bttf.com daily just to see what the new news was on Back to the Future stuff. Right. And I would also buy prop replicas from bttf.com. Yeah, just because they didn't have toys doesn't mean that they weren't beloved films. But they... Like, who's going to... Like, it was (laughs) only when our generation became of age that it's like, oh, we can still sell toys of 30-year-old movies to people? Oh, okay, yeah. Thank God they realized that. Yeah, but, uh, like... No, <laughs> thank God they realized that. Otherwise, I would have been able to buy a house by now. Yeah, I, and also I think uh, Back to Future Three left a very sour taste no, in a lot of people's didn't. mouths. Anyway, I so I bought. Um, what the H were they thinking, man? Back to the Future Three is a very good movie, and people who don't think it's a very good movie should be not killed. Like shot into space, maybe? Shot into space or at least imprisoned. All right. Um, no, but I bought uh, I bought Biff's, gr- not Biff's, Griff's helmet from uh, Back to the Future 2, the future Griff, like the weird uh, skateboard helmet. Yeah, cool. I've got I've got one of those. I have a life cast of Michael J. Fox, uh, his face from Back to the Future yeah, 2. Yeah, I remember when you bought that. That was like crossing the line, I feel like. Yeah, that was the kind of thing where now like... Explain once what it, that is. It's uh like the cast that they use for like, you know, they, they get an impression of his face and they use that to make all the masks for him. But then they, you know, were just selling molds of that. Mold? You bought a mold of Michael Not a J. mold, Fox's I guess a face. cast of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was one of those things where you like you can make your own Michael J. Fox mask. Yeah, uh, and super realistic. Uh, but yeah, like that was one of those things where like after I got it, I was like, why did I buy this? <laughs> um, so those I had the Japanese video CD releases of Back to the Future because for a long time those were the only digital releases you could get. Okay. Do you know what video CDs are, Tim? Like DVDs, kind of? Kind of like DVDs, but uh, they never really took off here. It was only in Asia. How did you play them? Uh, computer. You could play it through a computer okay. still. Um, oh, yeah. I had the... And I... You know what? I just got to look. But I had an awesome um, uh, like uh, Super Nintendo, Japanese Super Nintendo game that I could play on the computer that was Back to the Future 2. That was a lot of fun. Uh... What else did I? Put a lot of weird Japanese Back to the Future Two stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah, I sure did. Uh, And then just Back to the Future: The Ride is my favorite ride of all time, and and it's gone now. Yeah, okay, but like this undercuts your theory of like nobody was into Back to the Future. Yeah, it was the most because they got rid of it. No, they got rid of it. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I know, but like they got rid of it like five years ago from existence. Five years ago. No. Uh, uh, why? They, they replaced the it with... thing. Yeah, and then I think the other part they replaced it with a Harry Potter thing. Um. All right. Well, you got to admit, those are two more lucrative franchises. Yeah, I know, but you could it's build another business, building. It's all business, baby. Uh, it's all business. 
I spent so much money at the Back to the Future store. I bought the uh the the full size stuffed Einstein. What? Yeah, the dog. <laughs> really? Yeah, with the uh with the the stopwatch around his neck. You're a weird guy, Tom. <laughs> I spent so much money. Because the thing is, wait, you, at, at the theme park? Yeah. You're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Universal that, Studios. That was either in Florida or California. Yeah. So you were far from home. Yep. And you bought a full size dog sure replica. California, yeah. So I so think I just like, threw I'm, my clothes out. I'm three thousand miles from home. Let me get a life size dog. Yeah. Jesus. I need. Um, I don't know what the hell happened to that thing, but um, yeah. So I had those. Um, I don't think it was that time. It was the first time I went on Back to the Future of the Ride in Florida. I almost got uh, flung from the ride. Because I like went on by, you know, like at, at the end of the night, you can go, uh, you can get on the rides. There are no lines. Yeah. So like uh, the rest of my family was like, yeah, go. All right. Just leave us alone. about going <laughs> Sh- to b- Stop talking about it. Yeah. Stop talking. Like you've already been on that ride, you know, three times. Stop saying roads where we're going. <laughs> we don't need roads. So I went to go on it again. And uh, when they pulled the bar down, I was in between two really fat people, and the bar would not come all the way down. Okay. And I went, and I was like 12, and I went to pull the bar down, and the, and the guy next to me goes, hey, that's my stomach, <laughs> as I was pulling oh, the bar. Oh, my jewels. Yeah. Uh, so I got flung all over the place in that ride. Yeah, yeah. but it was worth it. Oh, it was, it was well uh, worth it. You uh, saved the galaxy. I from- would... How come nobody, you know, like people have built their own DeLoreans. I've looked into buying a DeLorean. They're shitty cars. That's the problem. Yeah. You've um, looked into buying a DeLorean? Yeah. Okay, go on. You can buy a DeLorean for like $10,000. Okay, Tom, you don't need a car. You live in New York City. Yeah. You haven't had a car in 10 years. Not in 10 years, but uh, uh, I haven't had a DeLorean in 34 years. So that's true. If ah. if I saw a DeLorean on the street, though, how how many people do you think is gonna pee all over that thing, Tom? Hey, pee all you want. It's stainless steel. Jerk off. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Touche, Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. Throw garbage on it. Great. I need something to put in the Mister Fusion. Now, do they actually travel through time? They don't, right? Uh, I don't think so. Nah. But uh, no, I I I. In in the past, had seriously looked into buying a DeLorean. You know what I uh, credit uh, Back to the Future for? What makes me really hate Libyans? <laughs> yeah, they were ahead of the curve on all that. a bunch of scoundrels, huh? Yeah. Right. I mean, in fairness, it was Doc Brown who, you know, pulled one over on them. Yeah, he stole from them. Yeah. I mean, they were terrorists with uh, nuclear material. Yeah. And he gave them a suitcase of shoddy pinball parts, pinball machine parts. Well, they shot him dead like a dog <laughs> in a parking lot. Yeah, but, you know, not to spoil it. I don't want to know. <laughs> um, All right. What, el- what else you got, Tom? So we, we know all about the yeah. creepy. So I went I went to Back to the Future 2 in the theater. I have never. And I, I You know what? I think that's I'll never be a surprise in a movie theater as I was. When the when the 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 it faded to black and it faded back up with a trailer for the next movie. Oh, you didn't know about this? No, I had no idea. I was you know eight years old or yeah, something. No, I going remember in. in second grade on the playground. Yeah, uh, I guess his. 
parents probably worked for like the Hollywood Reporter or Variety or something. Because <laughs> uh, this kid Roger told me all about it. He's like, here's what they're doing. They're filming them. <laughs> hey, look, here's what they're doing. Eh? They're filming two and three at the same time. They're going to uh, rush out two. Uh, and then, uh, boom, six months later. Six months later? I think so. Something like Because it was that. like a summer. And yeah, then summer like and winter, I think. Winter. And uh, it was like, and it's going to be a Western. Everybody loves Westerns. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, no. It's not 1950. People don't really like westerns. Why are they doing this? <laughs> people, people especially don't like science fiction westerns yeah. or time traveling westerns. I like that. Uh, Back to the Future Three happened, mm-hmm. and like ten years later, they're like, "Let's try that again." Wild Wild West. Yeah. Science fiction uh, western, except this time we won't have beloved characters in it. Yeah, yeah. We'll introduce these characters fresh to everybody. Well, and then you know. Ten years after that, let's make a movie called Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, man. They just keep trying to do this, and it just doesn't take. Here's the thing. What was the last Western anybody saw? Uh, Unforgiven. Yeah, or or Deadwood was a big uh, show. Yeah, but it wasn't big enough not to get canceled before, like, they wanted to. Yeah. Like, they didn't end Deadwood on their own terms. Yeah. Nobody watched it, so it got canceled. Uh, yeah, Unforgiven, I guess, is probably, like, the biggest, uh... I, d- I you know what? There's, there's a certain point... Like big, big one. When you get the sense that the people making movies mm-hmm. don't really understand movies. <laughs> and I think Or don't that, understand what people like about movies yeah, exactly. or why they go to and see them. And it was just, like, I think Back to the Future 3 was, was remarkable hubris, where it was just, like, all right, yeah, no, what people like about this is, uh, Marty... Which is fine. He's a fine character, I well, guess. Not really. He's kind of a d- d-bag. But uh, he's such a jerk about uh, playing guitar. Tim, that's what he wants to do. I know. He wants but to follow his dreams. Yeah, but he's so smug about it. Well, he's a teenager. You forget. I know, but like, there's humble teenagers. He, maybe, he, maybe I'd rather watch a movie about Malala than, uh, <laughs> than Marty McFly, Tom. Well, she wasn't around back then. And... You know, to to be a be a big rock and roll guy, Tim. People don't like humility. They like uh, braggadociousness. Yeah, that's true. Um, although uh, Wild Stallions, they were kind of uh, humble. Yeah. Other other time traveling teenage uh, future rock stars. Yeah, they were spe- spreading a message of positivity, yeah. and they knew they sucked. Yeah, not not like uh, Marty McFly's uh, "Look at Me." <laughs> um, and I'll steal a song from Chuck Berry. Yeah, from Chuck Berry, no less. Yeah, I'll just continue the cycle of uh, <laughs> white people stealing uh, stealing music. rock music from black yeah. from uh, uh, black men. Yeah, <sighs> or maybe he started and women, it. Tom. Maybe he, no, I guess he didn't start it. But now that's the thing. That I mean, all that did was make Chuck Berry into a liar. Well, it also was just very confusing that he would then write the exact same song and lyrics from just hearing it over uh, telephone. The other thing is, like, do you think he was like, wait, like, because, like, he probably at that point, when did that song come out? Mm, Hey, Siri, (laughs) when was Johnny B. Good written? Johnny B. Good was released March 31st, 1958. Okay, so three years after this? It took him three years to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure uh, Chuck Berry, like, 
like only heard a certain portion you know of what? it. Maybe. And then he called up Marvin. He's like, hi, Marvin. This is your cousin, Chuck. <laughs> Chuck Berry. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got to come. We had to piece this together together. Like, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, maybe that makes blanks. more sense. Like, you were there, you know, by the time you called me, the first verse was over. Yeah. Uh, Do you think they tracked down other people from the Under the Sea dance? Maybe. Maybe somebody was taking notes. Maybe one of the nerds. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know what? That might have been Chuck Berry being like, you know, just after a few years of like, look, nobody knows what the hell happened to this Calvin Klein guy. Yeah. It'd be a shame for the world not to hear this amazing song. That's true. And here's the other thing, Tom. Mm -hmm. Chuck Berry actually wrote that song, right? In yeah. In in all timelines, right? So like, Marty McFly learned it from Chuck Berry. Went mm. back, played it before Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry was probably just like, oh, I don't know, I don't know what the lyrics to this song are. I'll have to write my own. Yeah. And of course. He's gonna come out writing the same lyrics, yeah, because th it was his idea all along. It came from the twisted mind of Chuck Berry, <laughs> right? That's why the song was credited as "Johnny Be Good" from the twisted mind of Chuck uh, Berry. Uh, music, C. Berry. <laughs> lyrics, the twisted mind of C. Berry. Um, yeah, I mean, well, that's a you know a reoccurring trope in in time travel stories: the idea of somebody going back and you know influencing the thing that influence them or that they were trying to witness in the first place yeah. and they caused it uh this week's uh i hate that trope la it's my last least... week's doctor who dealt with that it's my least favorite trope in time travel like it's like uh when uh it gets tricky yeah it, it it's not like oh it gets tricky and it's hard to understand well like, no it gets tricky just because it gets into an infinite loop and then yeah. it's like well then who started that yeah exactly it's like I there's nothing uh, out of the what twelve Terminators now, <laughs> the best one is the first movie. Yeah. Um. Even though probably objectively the second one is better, but um. Uh, I like the first one. Yeah, I like the first one too, and uh, I think the whole thing with Kyle Reese being uh, uh, John Connor's dad. Yeah. Makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. And it's just like that's the one thing where it's like. You don't need that. Like uh, you need, you, they really needed to inject that. Like, oh, that'd be clever, but it's not clever because it does. It's, it's like, no, here's the thing that just like well, breaks adds, the whole movie. Yeah, but it adds like a a weird gravity to like John Connor knowing that and like knowingly sending his own father back in time, knowing that he was gonna die. Bro, but again, when did that start? Prisoners to this construct we call time, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Tom, it's time for a, a, a BTTF lightning round. Okay. I need you to get everything off your chest. This is... Yeah, this, this okay. All right. Let me go through my notes. Uh, the Back to the Future cartoons. I have to go back and revisit them. They're, they're selling them on... Uh, I don't think they were very good. I remember as a kid... A Saturday morning cartoon? Yeah. Uh, I guarantee it wasn't. Good. I remember even as a kid, like, you know, I loved that stuff. And I would, like, five minutes in, I'd be like, let's see what else is on. That's my... Oh, you know thing. why? Because they made like um, uh, Doc Brown's kids, Jules and Vern, like big yeah. characters. And it's like, no, these those kids didn't even have lines. And that's actually a thing. You've seen the thing where like the one kid, I think it was like they said he had to pee or something during the take. And if you watch it, like the whole take, the kids in the background, like holding his wiener and just like looking off camera <laughs> repeatedly. 
It's pretty funny. Robert Zemeckis, yeah. <laughs> excellent director. <laughs> um, hold on, can I say my favorite thing about those? Uh, let me guess what happened on these uh, Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox mm-hmm. did not voice the characters, no. but one of um, them. No, I I think Christopher Lloyd did because he did live action intros. Well, that's yeah. the thing. That was gonna see one of them did live action intros, but that just means they showed up <laughs> on a set for one afternoon. Yeah. Probably at most an hour. Yeah. And did twenty six because there are no more than twenty six episodes, right? Uh I think there might have been multiple seasons though. What yeah. Like but two still, or three yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh But I think in those seasons they might have just been like, you don't have to come back, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's what happened with Wish Kid. That's yeah. what happened with uh, Hammer Man, <laughs> MC Hammer. Yeah. And it's like now MC Hammer would love the opportunity to be. So, I'll be a voice on a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. What else? Lucrative. You, what else you got? Um. Well, and they're selling those. I think for the first time on Blu-ray. But the whole thing costs like three hundred bucks. What? Yeah, it comes inside a flux capacitor. Yeah, but oh, does it work? I don't know. Maybe if you Presumably. buy all the, maybe if you buy the ten thousand dollar DeLorean, <laughs> the three hundred dollar flux yeah. capacitor. Uh, um. So yeah, there's that. Uh, I didn't see Back to the Future three in theaters. I had to read the novelization, which was different. Wait, why did that happen? I don't know. I think, you know, when you're eight years old, you're not really aware of, like, movie Jesus. schedules, like, when things are coming it's a out. good thing North wasn't out. You, should, <laughs> you would have divorced your parents. <laughs> yeah. You would have been like, I didn't know I could do that. I think I got the novelization before the movie came out, and then I was just like... Did you poo-poo the movie at that point, where you're like, I don't know <laughs> so the as good as the book. Yeah. No, I think, I think I'm... I think probably... Uh, neither of my parents wanted to take me to it, and they were just like, "You read the book; it's the same things happen, but did, they didn't." Yeah, did they try to show you like Lonesome Dove? And they're <laughs> like, "This is Back to the Future Three, the no, Western." And I keep meaning to read. Um, there's a book about the novelization of the first book uh, that was written by, I want to say, like somebody who writes for the Onion or something like that. Uh, because apparently the novelization of the first book is like completely bonkers. Like the guy was working off a different script or something. Uh, but also I want to mention one of the reasons why Back to the Future 3 is uh, a little slower is that 2 and 3 were originally written as one movie called Paradox. And then it was it would have been... It would have Not been, a Back to the Future movie? Back to the Future movie, but it would have been called Paradox, uh, okay. not Back to the Future Part 2. Um, and, uh, nowadays that movie, well, I guess now they split things all the time, but like it would have wound up being like a two and a half hour movie. So they were like, let's break it into two hour and a half movies. One good one. And one well, one. it was just, we're going to have to pad out the back end a little bit because a bunch of pretty confusing shit happens <laughs> In the you know beginning and middle of the script, and we can't really break that up, or else it's going to be uh, tough. Um, my favorite scenes from each movie, Tim. I'm glad you asked. Uh, from the first movie, probably, mm, probably when he first goes back in time. I really like, like what, the- like what specifically? 
when he hits 88 miles an hour, Tim, and goes back in time. When he's when he's in being chased, by, yeah, when he's okay. being chased by the Libyans. Okay. Oh, you know what though? When he goes back from 1955 to 1985, that's just such a well shot and edited and put together scene. Uh, so I really like that one. Uh, back to the future two, the hoverboard scene. Can I ask you a question about the hoverboard and the flying cars? Yes. What is it that makes everybody like, oh, you know what's cool? You know what's futuristic? Things don't touch the ground. Yeah. What's cool about that? Well, nowadays, look at things. Everything's touching the damn ground. Yeah. That's the way God intended it. <laughs> well, if we're ever going to beat God, Tim, we need to hover things. That's true. Show God who's boss. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the hoverboard's uh, slogan. <laughs> yeah. Shove it in God's dumb face. <laughs> Uh, and back to the future three, my favorite scene would have to be uh, the the train scene when they when they go back to yeah, nobody saw that movie. It's fine. <laughs> Everybody saw that. But also, I've pretty much said like all my favorite parts are when they go back when yeah. when they're just in the car. Uh, is this what is your favorite time travel franchise slash movie? Uh, Primer's my favorite time travel movie, but... you But that's, like, something somebody says to sound smart. So now no. what's your actual answer? I mean, it's between this and Back to the Future. I also like time crimes a lot, too. What about The Terminator? Like term I don't think of Terminator as a time travel movie. Well, then you're a dope. I mean, I, you didn't let me finish as much <laughs> as, a, as a robot movie, as a killer robot movie. I mean, it's certainly a time travel movie, and I think that that's actually one of the mistakes that the later Terminator movies made, that they tried to make, they tried to use time travel as too much of a plot device, and like, it kind of isn't in the first two. Final question, and we're going to solve a problem tonight too, Tom, right. just so you know. Uh, final question, mm -hmm. do, do you believe uh, Bob Gale? Mm-hmm. When he says... The co-writer of Back to the Future. Or the writer, I guess. Co-creator. When he says uh, the end of Back to the Future 1 was not actually supposed to set up a sequel. It was just a joke. I believe him. Uh, because that movie was like a very hard movie to make. Uh you know, uh, Michael J. Fox was doing Family Ties at the time. They shot a third of the movie with uh, what's his name as uh, as Marty, Charles Manson. Not Charles Manson. <laughs> um, oh my God! Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Paul Simon. No, uh, put it on notes. I'm looking at his face. He's not here, but I'm seeing him. He's been in a bunch of things. But I anyway, know his name. say it. Abe Vigoda. Not. But anyway, they always wanted Michael J. Fox. They couldn't get him. I they can't believe shot a third. They, Tom, this is such basic. I know, but I've had a couple knowledge. of beers, and whenever I have beer, I can't remember anyone's name. Ah, well, it was uh, John F. Kennedy. <laughs> um, so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So then they shot with him. It wasn't really working. They went back to Family Ties. And uh, we're like, come on, please give us Michael J. Fox. And they're like, all right, if Michael J. Fox will agree to work 18-hour days, 
uh, we'll he's do a it. go-getter that, 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 well, and he was LA. young, like he was, you know, 20 or something at the time. Uh, but he said 36, but he said like he barely, you know, he really didn't sleep while they were making that movie. And I don't think that they thought that movie, like, you know, Robert Zemeckis wasn't, you know, the Robert Zemeckis he is now. He wasn't, you know, small time. And Steven Spielberg was the producer. So they had some idea. But also that was before, you know, like sequels were just such an automatic thing, too. Adrian Grenier. <laughs> it wasn't Vinny Chase, no. Vinny Chase. No. I think Johnny Drama might have been, and he got kicked off. And he was like, ooh, what are they doing? They're kicking me off of the show. They're kicking me out of the movie. Hey, uh, little bro, you got to you gotta help me out with this. What are you, what are you typing on that loud? Uh... Now I have to look it up. Oh, you're going you're gonna... to. Oh, Eric Stoltz, for fuck's sake. Yeah. All right. Jesus. Well, man, you didn't know some basic <sighs> shit. All right, let's solve a problem. Hello. And welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems, a podcast within a podcast in which uh, we solve your problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And this week, Tom, mm-hmm. we're going to solve a problem from Prince's girlfriend. What? Sheila E? No, Apollonia. Oh. Um, That's how you pronounce the yeah. name, right? Because she wrote this, uh, you can use my name if you can pronounce it. Yeah. Otherwise, whatever made up nonsense, probably Linda works well. <laughs> but Apollonia, yeah, right? Yeah. Apollonia, Apollonia, Apollonia. I'll say it. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. Dear Tim and Tom, mm. this isn't the same Apollonia that's Prince's girlfriend. Well, you don't know that. I think she might be named after her because, well, first thing, please come to the West Coast. I would definitely buy a ticket, although I probably won't buy either of you drinks since uh, I am apparently way more awkward than the people in England. Nope. Not possible. <laughs> well, that's not nice to the people in England. Nah, just kidding. Uh, everybody in England's great, but everybody's mm. a little awkward, especially when it's especially like... Especially uh, us. Yeah, especially <laughs> us. And especially when it's like, you know, these are two jackasses from the internet. I feel yeah. weird about like saying hello to them because yeah. like, that just makes everybody in this situation weird. Guess what? It's not after gonna be... a couple of drinks. That doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. We're so, all buddies. Uh, I really do want to go to the West Coast. I did this thing, Tom, on Twitter, where mm-hmm. it's like, uh, I uh, I made a tweet, and I uh, <laughs> said like, uh, where should we go on the West Coast? Like that people will actually show up. Yeah. And like, literally everybody who responded gave me a different city, <laughs> which was not like I was hoping like. 15 people would say, like, L.A., yeah. and then be like, okay, great, awesome, people know us. No, not the case. So, we, everybody's just got Everybody's got to move. Yeah. Consolidate to one city. So, here's my problem. I'm a 25-year-old. Tw- yeah, that's not, the, that's not Apollonia. Uh, and it's even younger. 24-year-old elementary mm-hmm. school teacher. And my boyfriend, who is the same age as me, has recently decided he would like to start college. He hasn't had to do math in six years and has asked me to help teach him what he needs to know in college. 
I am afraid that he won't respond well to my teaching style <laughs> and will consider anything I say condescending <laughs> well, yeah. since he is an adult. How can I teach him what he needs to know without relying on the same techniques I use on children? Is there a way to accomplish this goal without putting a strain on our relationship? Uh, you can use my name if you can pronounce it. Otherwise, whatever made up nonsense, probably Linda works well. Thanks, Apollonia. P.S. Mm-hmm. The show is awesome. Please make it forever. I'm good at baking and will send anything you request. I thought you were going to say P.S. The show is awesome, but... Yeah, no. Um, I, I, the reason I, I, I uh, said that... Mm-hmm. I thought it was a different thing because somebody else wrote <laughs> this, and we'll solve this problem next week. Uh, this girl uh, wrote a thanks again, and I hope you guys live forever so I can keep <laughs> listening to your podcast. Wow. Right? That's kind of like a weird thing to say, too. Like, guys, don't die because yeah. I like listening to. Yeah, we're not like uh, yeah. knocking on death's door over here. But back to uh, Apollonia. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the problem. If I were her, I'd be afraid of changing up my teaching style and then bringing that into work by accident yeah like you you uh you you're gonna like curse in front of the kids or something curse you or like, like oh you get oh, you do five times fucking six and that's uh yeah some shit and he's shit eating 30 over here <laughs> or if like uh like you get a math question right guess what you get a french kiss yeah or uh we do a shot of uh uh or we do a, a toke of the the <laughs> The the devil's herb. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Especially in California. Yeah. Every every question you get right, we do a token of the devil's herb. <laughs> yeah. Boy, by the end of uh, by the end of that quiz, you don't know uh, which way's up. Yeah. Shotgun some uh, white horse, right? Every time. I think you'd have to. Well, A, I do not envy this guy. Like, if, if you have. I don't think. I took a single math class in college. No, I took a statistics class. Ah, that was the worst class. Yeah. Uh, and I'm very good at math. And I was very good at math in high school, but I hate math. Um, Can I tell you about... Yeah. Uh, I was good at math in, in high school, and I had to take very little of it in college. And I took a stats class. Mm-hmm. I said 8 a.m. on Monday. It's like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And uh, you know who's in my stats class with me? This guy that I was like, total fuck up. That's cool. Like, this guy's as bad at this and cares as little as I do. Mm-hmm. And, like, he'll be fine. Like, we'll both be, like, middle managers somewhere. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get through it. Aziz Ansari, dumb. No. So it's just like, yeah, he didn't need stats. <laughs> right. Because he became a famous entertainer. Uh. I probably should have fucking paid attention in stats. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this guy's not paying attention. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we'll fail together. We'll fail in life together. <laughs> yeah, he showed you. Yeah, he really did show me. Uh, maybe. He hangs out with K- Kanye West. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe you're the you know what spurred him on to uh, success. He was like, I want to end up like this guy next yeah. to me. This guy's I got better. no prospects. Yeah, I better yeah uh, put my Shh. put my nose to the grindstone yeah, here. Sure, none of us like stats, <laughs> yeah. but like. All right, rather than just sleeping through the class and then doing nothing, <laughs> right. I'll go uh, hone my, my skills and become a famous uh, comedian. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, especially having a gap after high school, I 
once you're out of math, you can't. It's very hard to get back in. I think she like legitimately would just have to tell her her boyfriend like, I'm not being condescending, but you have to understand that I teach elementary school kids all the time. So cut me some slack if I say something that that sounds condescending. If I give you you know a sticker. And every time I'm condescending, you get a French kiss. Yeah. Look Kiss them the way a French woman would. Yeah. With tongue. Oh, is that what it means? Yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. I thought it's either that or you Let chew me. up a baguette for a while and then... Uh, oh, no, you were right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not spitting a uh, chewed up baguette into his mouth. No, I think that's it, too. Yeah. Because like that involves the tongue. It's and, all tongue-related. And related. it involves French-related stuff. Everything, yeah. Get some fries too. Mm-hmm. Some frogs legs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that uh, wear a beret. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us the complete guide to everything at gmail dot com. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. You can go to our website tcgt.com to find out more. You can um, uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. Follow me at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim, and that goes for Instagram too. Yeah, and uh, make me a Wikipedia page. Oh, really? <laughs> wow, I'm paying out demands. And, um, and send me money and get me. It's like the secret, like you just yeah, put just putting it onto the universe. I'd like a DeLorean. I'd like a time traveling DeLorean. I'd like a a dog. Have you ever seen a painted DeLorean? No. Those people should be shot. Why? Why would you buy a DeLorean if you're going to paint it? Tom, it's, it's they can do whatever they want. They bought the crappy car. Also, I'm not happy about the new Back to the Future Blu-rays because I just bought those Blu-rays not that long ago. But now they've got new features, so I'm going to have to buy them. The features, they're on YouTube. Everything winds yeah. up on YouTube. They've it's got fine. that new documentary. I don't know if that's out yet. There's an oral history book that, that oh, came really? out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Tom, there's a lot. It don't act like 10 years ago, nobody knew about Back to the Future. No, it wasn't that nobody knew. It was just that they weren't uh, fully uh, monetizing it the way they should. Yeah. You, you're I pro- have money. This, I want to give them my this money. This is your problem. You're trying to be like a completist with this. Yeah. You really shouldn't do that because there's a lot of garbage out there, Tom. Tom, you paid hundreds of dollars for this hoverboard. I'm pointing to it right now. Yeah. You haven't ridden it once. How do you know? I got to put new batteries in that thing. It makes the sounds and stuff. Does it? Yeah. But you, to put the battery <laughs> to put the batteries in, you need to like unscrew multiple screws. Yeah. And it doesn't have an on-off switch. Let's do it. Let's uh, put the because like we're gonna need sounds for this yeah, episode. Yeah, I got the sounds already, Tim. Uh, you take all the fun out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I got everything on my computer. I don't need to. Well, I don't want to put batteries in it right now. If you want to support us, you can go to tcgte.com/pledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just did an amazing facts for this week, Tom. Here's yeah. what I think we should start doing. What? You know, th- no, <laughs> this is something that we should discuss off mic before <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. say it. Uh, but uh, amazing facts, uh, you can pledge uh, and get a, f- a free mini podcast mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's about animals. We love mm-hmm. animals. Tom, you're an animal lover 
despite being uh, an unfeeling, <laughs> horrible person in all other aspects Tim, of your life. I I have an animal that I live with, and you are on the record twice on Amazing Facts as committing or being a party to animal cruelty. No, 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 no. Never committing. One time being present for. Uh-huh. And the other time, just thinking it was really cool. No, not <laughs> thinking it was really... Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, before Tom, you attack me... I'm trying to adopt a dog named Scruffy. Please don't fuck this up for me. Yeah. Uh, you need to tell me what I need to uh, say. You're my reference <laughs> yeah. for my uh, dog adoption. Yeah. Just say that like I don't hurt Ginger. <laughs> but you have sometimes. Yeah, but just... You hurt her last week. You petted her too hard. <laughs> yeah, but here's yeah, the thing. Tim, if they ask me... Uh, in your experience, does Tim ever pet dogs too hard? I'm not going to be able to lie. But how hard could I possibly have? Uh, yeah. She didn't leave. Yeah, but she like then screamed. I, <laughs> yeah, but then when I stopped, she licked me again like, hey, keep petting me. Oh, so you're saying she was asking for it? <laughs> Look at the way she's dressed. All right, we'll see you next Holy week. Holy nude. <laughs>